There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. 12 after 7, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Things you should keep in your glove compartment. Always had these things in your glove compartment. Also, workout clothes that give you electric shocks while you exercise. Oh, gosh. It is Wednesday, the 10th of January, 2024. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Get to both those stories here in a minute. Uh, First, let's begin with this. It seems like there's an entire wing of science devoted to reminding people to not be disgusting. Wash your hands. Change your sheets. Mm -hmm. Shower regularly. Wash your jeans once a year. Clean up after yourself if you make a giant mess in the Q102 (laughs) studio fridge. Yes. Don't eat plastics. Don't eat junk food. So this is actually strange. Several top dermatologists are now saying that men do not need to change their underwear every day. Just men? This is just for men? Yeah, because just for men. This women is from to. top dermatologists. One doctor says in situations with minimal activity, hello, yeah. <laughs> and no sweating, <laughs> zero sweating, changing every other day may be acceptable. What do you know? Men's looser fitting underwear styles like boxers may allow for slightly longer wear. Unfortunately, ladies, you don't get the same pass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ladies' underwear is typically more tight fitting. Mm-hmm. And because of the way your anatomy is sure. constructed. Yeah. Uh, it's probably a good idea to. Women are more. Up. Well, ladies are more vulnerable to infections if they don't refresh their underwear, that according to sense. the scientists. Mm-hmm. Weigh in. That said, dermatologists still suggest. That you change your underwear at least once a day anyway to minimize the risk of infections. And maybe even more than once a day if it's hot, you're active, and you're sweating a lot. Yeah, I don't even think about it. It's funny, when we travel, I always take at least two pairs of underwear and just a couple extra in case we get stranded somewhere. Yeah. Just oh, as yeah. a backup. Do you put them in your carry-on? Like, we always put a yeah, change. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, we always put a change of clothes in our, like, carry-on bag just in case our clothes don't yeah, just it. never yeah. that's the one thing you don't want to be without yeah and you don't want to buy a new pair and not wash them before you wear them oh yeah you know, especially like if you're females. left without yeah 
Yeah. I always put that in my carry on in a bathing suit because I always feel like if I lose my bathing suit, that's something women can like you can't find the right suit. Yeah. It's very hard to find you something. You don't want to have to do that New. on location Correct. somewhere. Yes. Also, they're usually 10 times the price. Yeah. Not to mention, like. Oh, my yeah. God. It's, You're in St. Yeah. Armand's Circle. Where <laughs> they have, I swear, like all these places that are just, it's all ladies' leisure wear and resort wear. Right. And ice cream places. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. The, the no, price gouging is And the selection. Like yeah. if you went to. Uh, it's just, all old ladies' Yeah. Stuff. Like when you guys went to Bermuda, <laughs> could you imagine Kristen like looking for a bathing suit on location in Bermuda? It's oh. probably $200. Yeah. If, At least. If she can find the size she likes. And the yeah. options. You know, yeah. we, I mean, we actually saw some pretty nice stuff in Bermuda, but it was like the real high end. You don't want to buy it here. Yeah. Kind of stuff. All right. Uh, speaking of clothing, uh, we all struggle with motivation to exercise and be active, even mm-hmm. though we know it's good for us and it makes us feel good after us. Um, so it's interesting that there are people out there who want to make their workouts even more intense. Another new product from the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. We've been kind of doling these weird products out that uh, they've been touting at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas, which is going on this week. We told you about the uh, artificial intelligence bidet. Oh, yeah. The AI bidet. Yeah. Among other things. I, I the think it'd be fun TV. to have a remote for the bidet. Like if you have house guests <laughs> yeah. and they're using your restroom and you could yep. turn that on. Got one of these and just <laughs> click. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, this is workout pants that deliver electric shocks while you exercise. And the purpose for this is? Well, it's kind of like the 2024 version of those gadgets that are supposed to give you a six-pack by shocking your abs while you binge-watch Netflix. Gotcha. Uh, But to make the new electrified clothes work, you do have to work out. And this is what I talk about when I talk about Fitopia because I, you know, I I represent Fitopia and Mm -hmm. I work out at Fitopia, which is electrical muscle stimulation. And Mm -hmm. it is through uh, the clothes Mm -hmm. that you wear. They're very tight-fitting. And that was the point that's that's what was explained to me when I first started doing it is that you can't just turn on the electricity and cause your muscles to contract enough where it'll make a difference. You actually have to be doing some of the work, but Mm -hmm. because it's so efficient, you don't have to work as hard. Right. Having said that, you feel like you did. Yeah. It like you walk out of there. Yeah. Pretty rubbery right. after it. Can you it, feel the stimulation while it's happening? Oh, totally. Oh, wow. And that's why they limit the workouts to only is it twenty minutes. It's it's as uncomfortable as you can tolerate. You do get used to it. Like they turn it on slow, and then you can increase the intensity of the electrical impulses uh-huh. as you work out as you go along. And and you do like as you get into it, you're like, okay, you can turn it up, turn it up, turn it up until it gets to a point where <laughs> it's like <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean it was when remember the time when uh Tim was simulating oh, yeah, labor. Yeah. And so the your chiropractor came in and he hooked him up to this tens unit. Uh-huh. And he was trying did he get it up to ten? Did he get it uh, all the way? Forget. I feel like you went up pretty, we high, pretty high, but I don't know about to 10. It was definitely something. I do remember you being like, ah! mm-hmm. like it really hurting. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, this brand of clothing that you can buy, I guess, off the rack that they're promoting or that they're showing off, that they're debuting at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas is called We Stem. W-E hyphen S-T-I-M. We Stem. And the shocks are apparently so slight you don't even feel them, which makes me skeptical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they've got a tiny bit of silver stitched in to take the static electricity from your own movement and deliver a microcurrent to your muscle. Zzz, your muscles. Your they muscles. claim yes. it reduces fatigue by 6%. That's nice. Uh, they also claim it improves workout performance by up to 30%. Again, I'm skeptical. But they say that it helps you recover post-workout. Uh, they're already available online for between 60 and $100. That sounds cheap for Having electrical things shocking you. Yeah. I don't know if you should be in charge of that on your own, though. No, I would definitely work with <laughs> you know people what I mean? kind of know like, yeah. what they're yeah. doing. Really, yeah. It's going to be a lot of faker for real headlines. Personnel. Yeah. I mean, they won't even, like, when you work out at Fitopia, you, there has to be like a 48-hour separation between workouts. So the workouts are only 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you, you got to wait at least a day. I think it has to be like a 48-hour Mm-hmm. period in between workouts so you know ideally like you would do it two to three times a week with say two day separations mm-hmm. and you know you look at that on paper and you're like well i can handle that absolutely sure 20 minutes but man when you you feel it when you walk out of there um A new study also found that smoking weed before a workout can boost motivation and make it seem more fun. So you got that option as well. Yeah. There's yeah. a guy I follow on TikTok and he <laughs> he takes a gummy before he True runs. story. He runs every day. That's his he uh, he's, he that's he's testing. Yeah. He's like, I took this kind, I took that kind, and I, I just I enjoy running more when I'm just a little bit I used to clean the house a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed things. Yeah. <laughs> and was willing to take the time. <laughs> all right let's talk about your glove compartment i'm trying to think of what i have in my glove compartment right now i have the service manual or the owner's manual i think i got like a, a pen and a pad of paper for me to write down insurance information i couldn't in even tell you i as well i couldn't even i have not a clue i might have some napkins in there same as jeff i have a razor just in case i missed a spot a oh, razor. Like well, a facial th- razor. So you ever shave, Jeff, and then like six hours later, you're like, holy bleep, I missed a whole patch. Yeah. But you're not at home. You're at some event. Right. Yeah. So you're like, let me run out to the car. Zip, zip, zip. Gone. Yeah. So are we talking about specifically glove box or like that little area between the two seats where I can put all the yeah, stuff? Yeah, kind of have a double story. space. Yeah. yeah, because that's kind of like the junk drawer for cars. Yeah. Yeah, whatever works. I mean, these are just things that they really highly suggest that you have with you. Because uh, glove compartments are often used to store things like sunglasses, paperwork, and pretty much anything else that's not gloves. Uh, but a mechanic has weighed in on this topic with suggestions on what useful items you should keep in yours. And here they are. Flashlight. Oh, I, I do have not one have one. I have nope. one on my phone. Does that count? Okay, give you a pass on that. That's helpful. Uh, the vehicle's manual, I got that. I got my proof of insurance and registration. That's actually in the manual. The manual comes with a little leather thing that has the... I think I have that, yeah. yeah. Tire pressure gauge. I, nope. have, I do have that. I don't that. think so, unless I don't they included it with the car. I have tri- My car just tells me. Yeah, I have AAA, and my car tells me as well. Right. But I know, like, 
something to do with my tires has to have like a, like, I don't know, some sort of wrenchy thing. Cause when I get my tires rotated, they're like, oh, we put your whatever oh, the, and the, the wrenchy lock. thing in there. Right. Yeah. So that's in there. Okay. I don't know what it is. Uh, mini first aid kit. I don't. I think I have one in the trunk. That's what Chipotle napkins are for. Just, <laughs> just wrap it tight. Agreed. I do have band-aids <laughs> in my first purse. Aid kit? So, yeah. so I'm yeah. going to say that I'm going to give myself a check on that. Okay. Pen and paper. I have that. Mm-hmm. Um, a multi-tool. More than more than a Swiss Army knife, but this would include like pliers, a screwdriver, and a small knife. I have one. It's not there. <laughs> although that's why I bought it. It's just like I didn't even know what I would do with those things. Yeah. Not why would I just clutter it with stuff like that when I need to have other things in there? I've like, got like my baby wipes, tissues, dental hand floss, sanitizer, or tweezers there. for if I see yes. a rogue hair on my eyelash or eyebrow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now I had I had an old. Toyota Celica, an old 83 white Toyota oh, Celica was not a convertible like yours, uh, but it was super old. It was used, and every now and then, like, a fuse would go out, and so there was, like, a fuse panel on the bottom. Uh-huh. Oh, so you would you, have fuses in yeah, there? Yeah, so I'd, like, have to run into Pep Boys if I ran out of fuses, <laughs> but I would keep the fuses in the glove compartment, That's but funny. they say it's good to have backups in case one blows while you're on the road. Uh, I wouldn't can, even know where to look for the fuse box. Same. Uh, well, it's usually to the left of the steering wheel. Correct. Oh, when you open the door, it's like. But then you'd that. Have, I wouldn't know how to get that little panel Agreed. off of there. I just wouldn't. I, that's even, where the multi tool comes in. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Where I, just, I found a use for it. Yeah, exactly I just, right. I'll just Again, sit there and I wait. Mean, <laughs> I'm a glutton because I use AAA or my partner or my dad for the majority of these things. Like, Dad. Yeah. This light is on. Well, you could always reference, use the reference manual in case you're... Oh, that's what YouTube is for. Uh, A lot of people do, Mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's interesting how, you know, Gen Z, I guess Gen Z, probably the generation that mainstreamed YouTube for learning how to do stuff on the fly. Yeah. I would say. probably Like putting together anything. Yeah. I mean, and there's always somebody on there going... This is, you want to learn the easy way to put together your Stanley Cup? Here's the thing, though, is you got to watch five, and if three of them are doing the same thing, then you go that route. That's where you go. Because the other people don't know what they're doing. They're just trying to get clicks. That's how I learned to tie a tie. Oh, yeah. And we use it often for toys. Like, you know how, like, like we got a Chelsea dollhouse or something Mm -hmm. for Christmas, and it's the easiest way to put it together versus the actual instructions. Yeah, when Ingrid was little... I mean, her mom's a great cook anyway, so you expect some of that to rub off on her. But uh, Kristen would come back in the kitchen and be like, these cookies are amazing. Or what, what is this casserole that you made? What did you even learn to do that? I didn't teach you that. She's I learned it on YouTube. There or she you was go. learning how to do fancy videos with YouTube. It just It's kind of neat, you know, seeing your kids say, hey, I just learned a new life skill yeah. on my own. Yeah. Took the initiative and figured it out. It is 725 with Jeff and Jen. Weather-wise, mostly cloudy today. We got spared some of the real nasty, freezing, treacherous driving conditions we were warned about yesterday. We could encounter a light snow shower this morning. Big story is the wind. Gusty conditions. We've had some sporadic power outages, according to Duke Energy, uh, that they're working on restoring as quickly as possible. We'll see an official high today of 37. Right now, it's 34 at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, more news that didn't make the news as we continue. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. 
we're going to be Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Late for Burning Man. This is bull****. Now, more of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. More of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. That was Hal Sparks, which I thought was... Timely since uh, today, January 10th, is also Houseplant Appreciation Day. Houseplant Appreciation. I would love more houseplants. I mean, I love it when the spring comes and Burns comes to my house and plants all this stuff in the yard. And then I have this covered patio area and we turn it into a jungle. I love the feeling of just sitting in the middle of a lot of plants. Especially pot and hemp. Well, those do add something. A couple of very famous houseplants right there. Al Sparks on hemp right there. Uh, think back to 2023. If you had to put the over under on the number of times that you got a perfect night of sleep, oh, what would God, you say? Please. What would you say? Three. Three? The whole year? <laughs> yes. Wow. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. According to new research, the average American gets a perfect night's sleep. This is the average American. It's a perfect, a so-called perfect night's sleep, 132 times per year. How do you define a perfect night's sleep? Like for me, it's falling, falling asleep. Whenever I fall asleep, a solid eight hours uninterrupted. Yes. While waking up gently on my own. Yes. Not being, you know, no alarms, no dog or cat jumping on my head. Right. And just, yeah, no, maybe three. Maybe three. (laughs) Now... We get a good night's sleep 120 nights a year, but that, for the average American, leaves 113 nights, which are either bad sleep or where you don't get any sleep at all. Mm. Uh, That breaks down like this. 36% perfect sleeps, 33% good sleeps, and 31% bad sleeps. But those bad sleeps can be disruptive. 65% of people say that a bad night's sleep is enough to ruin the whole next day. Wow, yeah. You know, that happened to me yesterday. My daughter woke up at 2.37 a.m. and was crying and was like, Mom, can you come in here? And I'm like, yes. So I go in there and she had a bad dream that something happened to our dog and she grew three times the size. Like the dog got too big for the house and we had to give her away. Oh, Digby. I know. And that was her bad dream. But by the time I got her settled and tucked her back in and whatever, by the time I got back to my room, it was three and I get up at 345. You're up. I'm up. So I just got up and came to work. But then... I got here, you know, before five and then the whole day I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just exhausted. And the, mm-hmm. and that's your favorite day of the week, Tuesday. Yes, which added even more fuel right. to the fire. I know. Just, I could tell something was up with you. Yeah. You were very distracted. Intense yeah. yesterday. Yeah. 
Uh, stress and anxiety about health and upcoming tasks are the main reason that people think they're struggling to sleep. People also try things like reading, warm milk, CBD, and melatonin to get some Z's. But only 28% of people say they have a solution that they find is actually very effective. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. those yeah. things help a little, but they don't really deliver in the way that they would like it to. Yeah. Richie mentioned... What's your pet's name? Piper. 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 Remember the scene in 101 Dalmatians where the people walking their dogs kind of look and act like them? Yep. You see that in real life, too. All the time. People look like their pets. Two-thirds of pet owners (laughs) think their cat or dog is like a four-legged version of themselves. Yeah. With similar personality traits. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out which one of my 10 I most I am most like. I was just thinking about our off-air conversation where Jen posted it popped up in my Facebook feed that Jen posted a picture of her Maine Coon cat. It's the sitting, male. Yeah. It's sitting on its hind legs. He sits up. It only it, he it, sits it, up. It's erect essentially. Yeah. But and yeah, I'm like this hilarious. one is going to eat you because <laughs> his eyeballs are looking very threatening. <laughs> He's so cool. 32 pounds of love that guy. Man. Yeah. That yeah. might be the one that looks most like you. <laughs> Probably. He is just kind of he is my spirit animal. The way that he just he doesn't understand his own size and he'll just lay down anywhere and knock everything off of wherever he's laying down just by laying down. That's funny. You know, his tail's always in something. <laughs> just they're so curious i think that's where i'm like my cats are like me is they i mean i can't get away with anything without at least three of them having their noses stuck right in the middle of it wanting to know what i'm doing that's funny you know i bring something new into the house and they're on it yeah i think i'm more like gracie and that i don't care what you're doing <laughs> you know she's just very like F you, what do you need? What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just there. They're just so curious. Right. Uh, a third even look like their pet in ways, like the same hair, eye color, or body type. People with cats were even more likely to agree. 70% of cat owners think they share traits with their pet compared to 63% of dog owners. Yeah. Like, what qualities do you think you share with Merle? Oh, God. That dog. Uh, always on the go. I love him so much. Yeah, absolutely. 100% on the go. He is on patrol at all times. Moving, moving, moving. Doing this, That's doing that, you doing are. this, doing that. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Yep. The thing that I share with my dog is we think everyone's our friend. Because she's like that. Like yeah. she walks down the street and she's like, these people love me. Hi, hi. And I know I'm, no and, stranger. And yeah. I'm like that too. Yeah, I think uh, Chris is like Nick because they're both loud. uh, maybe i'm like snoopy because we're always on the move yeah what's going on gotta get over there yes i'm also like my dog as i like to eat a lot yeah i was just gonna say and i'm like both of them what's in the snack drawer today exactly Uh hey i'm hungry give me a treat give me a treat (laughs) here are the top personality traits we think we have in common with our pets you both like long walks going on hikes going on car rides yeah Spending time at the beach. Mm-hmm. A love of peanut butter. Ooh, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You both hate mornings. Neither of you like a change to your routine. Yeah, Gracie hates it. Uh, you both enjoy treats. 
Yeah, Gracie was mad at me. Gracie kind of didn't talk to me. She ignored me for two days after bringing her back from mom and dad's. Do you think she wanted to go back to mom and dad's? Or I she do. was mad for because you took her there to begin with? Uh, no. I, well, she... She was mad at me for a hot minute, but then she was exploring the place and doing the low walk and looking around. I mean, they got a huge place, so there was a lot for her to explore. Yeah. And they also, you know, because they're uh, a little older, tend to have the thermostat a little higher. Oh. She loved that. You think it was a lot cozier at that Yes. And they just, they loved her, and she was feeling all love. Mm. Did they give her more attention? They were home a lot. Probably home a lot more than you guys. Oh, yeah. At least one of them is home all the time, pretty much. So She's like, hi. It was great. And then uh, he had to go up, because she she was in Cleveland. He had to go up to meet her, so they were going to be gone for a few days. So, like, you know, you need to get her. Oh, yeah, you've been, you just left her there? Well, they suggested she just hang out as long as we were okay with it because of all the construction, which was fine with us. But then when he left, he's like, you're going to have to pick her up on Thursday. I'm like, that's no problem. So I pick her up and I take her home. And she hadn't been in the house for two weeks. Mm -hmm. So she didn't like the smells and who's been in my house and why do things look different? Everything smells different Mm -hmm. and it's cold here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hear you, sister. (laughs) I hear you. Aww. I know. Uh, so, yeah, there was a couple. Th- and plus, when the workmen are there, she's locked in the bedroom. Mm. Now, that's only from 7.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. The rest of the time yeah. she can. But, yeah, there was a couple days there where she was pissed at me. She was just ignoring me. She wasn't coming down to eat. She was just staying on the bed and giving me this side eye and right. not looking at me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me. Is she better now? Yeah, we're good. Glad you worked it out. I am my ways. <laughs> I broke out the brush. Oh, that helps. Loves the that. brush. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You both enjoy warm naps in the sun. Oh yeah. You have a strong mm-hmm. distaste for new people or animals in your space. <laughs> <laughs> Take a minute or two to warm up. Yeah. I know. That's why people are like, you know, you should get another cat. Good luck with that, Gracie. <laughs> the poll also looked at the top New Year's resolutions we think our pets would get on board with. Uh, the top ones are more exercise, cutting back on treats, eating healthier in general, and spending more time outdoors. Yeah, that's yep. so hard for me. When it gets cold, I just, I, we just don't walk merrily. And it gets dark too early, too. I'm not going to walk him in the dark. And that's usually when we do, when we have time, too. Go for walks. So I always feel bad in the winter months because he loves to sniff around the neighborhood. But walks with him are not relaxing experiences. Like, you know, I have in my mind, I'm going to go for a nice, relaxing walk outside. No. No. This dog, he gets the scent of another dog and he does this whiny thing and then he frantically zips. He serpentines as far <laughs> as the leash will take him to the right. And then as far as the leash will take him to the left. And it's very quick with all of this whining and whimpering going on. And he's pulling me as it, as it all's going down. I know if other people are watching me, they're like, what is going on with that woman and that little dog? <laughs> why is he? Why? Why are they doing that? Oh, I know. <laughs> My dog's just constantly 
like I can't walk her because she's constantly just engaged with everything else that's happening. Yeah, a little ADHD oh, kind yeah. of thing. There's happening. no focusing. I'm always like, Piper, come on, Piper, come on. It's like, hard. Stay on task. Stay on task. Because we're trying to get our steps in. Yes, but you the, and I. But the dogs are trying to smell things. And you know what? That's right. actually good, good for them. Good for them. Uh-huh. Because when we're at home and we want them to settle down and be quiet. They're if, more likely if to. If they have had a day of sniffing stuff, mm-hmm. they're more likely to sit down and be quiet. Mm-hmm. To chill. Like yesterday, by 8 p.m., it was rough because they hadn't been out all day because it was rained Raining. all day. And they were like, itching to do stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go find a friend. <sighs> I don't know that this is something I'd want to be known for, but there's a woman who... Broke a world record for nose whistling. What? This is a deviated septum issue. A mom near Toronto named Lulu Lotus broke the world record for loudest nose whistle. It is at 44.1 decibels, which is around the same loudness of a bird call. You got to hear this. Okay. With her nose? Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can it's you imagine weird. sleeping next to her? Uh-huh. I know. It's weird, but wouldn't that be kind of fun? Wouldn't that be a fun party trick to pull out? Oh, my word. No. To, no. to break it, she needed special equipment that costs thousands of dollars. Oh, my gosh. So she went to a place that specializes in precision sound recording. And uh, while this happened in 2022, she recently found out that it's beneficial. And Guinness just did did a big write-up. But as you heard, she can do it intentionally and even whistle songs. Not totally sure how, but she says it has something to do with controlling the muscles in her throat. Wow. Yeah, she realized she could do it when she was seven years old, and she has to have her mouth closed for it to work. But she said it was fun when she was little because she used to prank her teachers with it at school. Like She could produce that noise and be looking right at you, and you wouldn't know it was coming from her. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty fun. Unless you had really sharp hearing. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, her five-year-old son just found out he can do it, too. <laughs> He's inherited it. So she's all about him breaking the record someday. Hmm. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah, what's that like on a date? Wait, guess what I can do? <laughs> Check, please. Yeah. Someone asked people to name foods they cook wrong on purpose because they just... Like them that way. Okay. Okay. Like what? Well, uh, with Kraft mac and cheese, when you're making it, you know, you make the noodles and then you pour out the water and then you add the butter and then you put the cheese sauce in in and then you pour the milk in and make it creamy. I haven't made that forever. Well, someone said the milk is completely unnecessary. They only add the butter so it's less runny. Yeah. I've done that. When I've run out of milk, of course, I haven't had Kraft macaroni and cheese in years. I lived on it for a very long time. So did I. Um, but I would, like, try water, and it just didn't taste as creamy. I mean, it was right. edible, it but it wasn't same. great. Right. 
Uh, ramen noodles, they drain almost all the water. So it's just the noodles. See, I, I like, lived on that for a long time, too. I like the broth, too. though. I you like, like the, the broth? Yeah. yeah. And I, I also like only use, like, half the packet. Because then I, was, yeah, the packet really is, salty. like, just <sighs> super salty. I can remember making that at 3 a.m. after getting home oh, yeah. from the club. And it just tasted so yeah. good. Yeah. You know what else I like is cracking an egg in it when it's almost finished. So it's, like, boiling like crazy. And you crack an egg. And the egg kind of cooks in there, too. Oh, that is good. Mm. Good. Uh, with mashed potatoes, one person said they only they only mash them a little bit, and another said they actually prefer their mashed potatoes with the skin on. That's what I do. Skin a because on. I'm lazy. <laughs> B I actually like the skin. It doesn't and bother C, me. And C yeah. you can't taste the difference. So why well, go through all of the broken skin on my knuckles? Mm. Yeah, I never really got on board with potatoes. Like I like French fries. And I'll eat mashed potatoes if it's like super whipped, loaded with cream, sour cream, and butter. Yeah. But I just don't like the starchy texture of mashed potatoes. Oh, I don't. do. Uh, if, if given oh, the it choice. Just so it just tastes good. like chalky, just flavorless, super nothing to me. Oh, no. See, if given the choice, I would skip it, too. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love potatoes, but I'm not like going to be like, I got to have a baked potato or I have to have mashed potatoes. I would like if you I have potato. to have it with a steak. Yeah, I have got to yeah, have like a we form of a potato. Uh, Jeff with Ruby's a steak. for lunch. You right. were yes. like, I got to have mashed potatoes. But if you take away the, the butter and the, and the milk and the sour cream or something to, to, to make it smoother, though, is it do you still it like it? Creamy. I That's mean, what I I'm like saying. It. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't like it lumpy. Like the one. Potato, I'm not like really you don't want the potato dry, do you? No, no, that's my point. Yeah, but the one potato kind of potato I don't like very much is potato salad. I'm not a yeah. big fan of cold, oh. chunky with that egg in there, right? Oh, that's love, like a I big fat, mm. me too. I Me mean, never, I like, but what's weird is I like macaroni salad though. See, that's where you lose me. I don't know, I'm with you on the macaroni I like salad, that. I like that too. Mm-mm. Uh, french fries. Most people like them crispy, but someone said they prefer them undercooked so they stay floppy and a little raw. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I, nothing infuriates me more if I go through the drive-thru of my favorite fast food place because I really am craving the fries and they're not fully cooked. Oh, yeah. or if you get cold fries. Oh. oh, forget it. All right, we're learning a lot here. This is good. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay, so something... We did in our family that you're not supposed to do. We break the spaghetti in half before putting it into the boiling water. Uh, You're not supposed to because it's harder to twirl the noodles around your fork. But I've never thought it was impossible to do. Mm -hmm. In fact, it actually saves you the hassle of having to get the really big pot out. So... I just have always broken the spaghetti in half. That's how my mother did it. And I just picked up that that same technique. Yeah. Now, a lot of people said they like some of their foods overcooked or even burnt, like toast or eggs, mm-hmm. uh, even popcorn. Some people like to overcook their pasta to make it really soft. Ew, no, I can't do that either. Yeah. Um, broccoli for the same reason. I like my hot dogs on the grill, really charred. I want okay. More, I want more black than yes. brown. I'm with you. Burnt hot dogs on the grill. I'm okay. I'll take the burnt one. 
Or if you're making bacon, they're like, I'm sorry, I kind of burnt the bacon. That's okay. I'll take the, I'll take the burnt ones. Bacon. Burning marshmallows for s'mores is another one I've seen people do. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just like make it. them black. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah, they say it's not good for you. Like over, you know, over charring those things. Uh-huh. But I like them. Yeah. All right, 751, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We got second date update coming up, brand new. But first, check the roads. We've got Denise Johnson. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.